everyone. Welcome to the Not Too Spicy Podcast. I'm your host, Jory. Thank you so much for clicking on yet another episode. Thanks for joining me today. Today's conversation is going to be around, of course, a TikTok video that I wanted to talk about and react to. It was a very interesting conversation that a woman had posted on TikTok. But first, before we get into that, please make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel and or following me on my podcast channel. If you're liking what you're listening to, you're liking the vibes, please don't forget to subscribe, share, comment, rate, all of those things so the algorithms can push my content out to as many people as possible. I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Um, thanks for the comments, of course, on my videos and my shorts and things like that. But let's go ahead and dive into this video. Uh, it's a very interesting conversation I wanted to have and just kind of share my thoughts on some of the things that she brought up. So let me go ahead and click on the video. Let's get into it. Coming from somebody who has been a stay-at-home girlfriend for three years, it's not the life you want. And when I say stay-at-home wife, mom, girlfriend, whatever, I mean you are relying solely on your partner's income. But I saw a quote a long, long time ago, and I wish I listened to it. Okay. Let me stop right there for a second before we continue on because I wanted to quickly touch on something that she mentioned in the beginning of the video that I found particularly interesting, which was when she said, stay at home girlfriend, first of all. Uh, and she not only said stay at home girlfriend, but she said stay at home girlfriend, wife, mom, whatever, meaning that they're all the same thing, which they're not. At the end of the day, a stay-at-home girlfriend is not a stay-at-home wife. When you're a wife, you are married to your husband and you become one, right? So when you are a girlfriend or a boyfriend, you are still, you're technically single. You're still your own person. Uh, and so I find that a little bit interesting that she is a stay-at-home girlfriend because personally, I have never heard of stay-at-home girlfriends. Um, I don't think I would have ever thought to rely on my boyfriend to um, pay for all my things and to be not only living with this person, but to be relying on this person 100% financially as a girlfriend. I think that is kind of interesting and different. Uh, I wouldn't do it personally, especially from like a legal standpoint. You know, if God forbid you all were to break up down the line, I think that can get really messy legally if you bought a house with that person and you're not married to them, if you've got credit cards and each other's names and tied together somehow or car notes, that kind of stuff gets really messy. So I don't really like what she said about being a stay-at-home girlfriend. That that right there is just a, like a red flag for me, but let's go ahead and continue on to what she talks about. If you give a man the power to feed you, he also has the power to starve you. But when I tell you there was no amount of gifts trips nothing truly made me happy and honestly i convinced all of you that i was living the life i feel like that's what a lot of women do they try to convince themselves and everybody else that they're enjoying their life of not having anything for themselves i was showing you guys this nice apartment my daily target runs you know i was going crazy every single day and there is a lawyer on tiktok but she said the divorce rate with stay-at-home moms and wives is very very high um it's kind of the the same story every time on why they're filing for divorce uh you know the man says you don't have to work just stay with me all you got to do is take care of the family to a lot of you guys that would be music to your ears if he is paying for your whole life and you don't have any income at all 
there will start to be a resentment. Okay, so back to what she was talking about. Um, it kind of seems like she is assuming that every situation is kind of similar to what she went through, which is obviously not the case. We all have different viewpoints and situations and things like that when it comes to our relationships. I still don't like the fact that she says stay at home girlfriend and the fact that she referenced a lawyer on TikToks um, saying that the divorce rate for stay at home moms and wives is high um, because of the resentment piece. And I think it truly depends on who you're marrying and the type of situation that you're in, but it really boils down to two things, really. It boils down to who you're marrying, first of all, and second of all, your relationship with Christ. If y'all in the marriage, first of all, you should not be no stay-at-home girlfriend. If you are a stay-at-home wife and you and your husband are on the same page spiritually, as well as financially, mentally, whatever, you all have become one. You've had those conversations. You married the guy that you're supposed to be with and y'all are like this on the same page. Your marriage is going to be amazing no matter what. Obviously, every relationship is going to go through trials and tribulations, but the marriages that last for 50 plus years are the ones where communication is key for them, but ultimately their relationship with Christ is number one. And so if you have a relationship with Christ, you would know that the Lord does not prefer for you to be playing house uh, and living with someone that is not your husband. And so when you do start to play house and be with someone that is not your husband, then things get really messy, like I said. So because of that, things start to happen that um, God places things in your relationship if you're doing stuff that you're not supposed to be doing. That's with anything, really. So if you're sinning and you're doing things you're not supposed to be doing, things are going to happen in life. Nothing that happens to you is just random. Like everything that happens to you is for a reason and a season. And so um, for this young lady here who is talking about how, you know, she's becoming resent resentful towards her significant other because the fact that she has no income for herself is interesting. I, um, I think she had mentioned something else later in the video, so I'll touch on that when we get to it. But let's go ahead and dive right back into the video. <laughs> I'm just glad I was young. I didn't have any kids. I was not married. I was able to start my life before I wasted more years just staying in the house. Being in a relationship where you know you will have nothing when you leave or if this person ever leaves, that's not going to feel good, you know? And also something else I didn't like about having my life completely funded was you kind of have to let them do whatever they want. You have to like go about things differently and tolerate a lot of BS because your life is on the line. And as delusional as I was, I knew that I never wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. Once you add kids into the equation, you're probably never gonna leave. Cause once you pop out that kid, that's when you really, really sign a death contract. Like you can't go back now. Cause if you leave, not only do you have to fend for yourself, you have to fend for an innocent life. Too. So you're definitely not leaving if you have no income. Uh-uh, I ain't doing no wrestling. Getting back into the workforce is not easy. Go ahead and do your research. And I'm pretty sure you're thinking, oh, I could just get alimony. That's like a unicorn. You, do you know how much money that man makes? Did you make him sign a prenup? Because you will get comfortable staying at home, not doing shit. And then before you know it, 10 years passes by okay sorry for her language um so 
Some interesting things that she also stated here that I don't particularly like. Um, when she, so essentially because she has had experience being a stay-at-home girlfriend, she realized right then and there that she wouldn't want to become a stay-at-home mom. And that's her prerogative. That's her opinion. That's fine. Um, but, and she doesn't have kids either. At least I don't think she does. I've kind of, um, kind of went through her as to, or her TikTok, excuse me. I've kind of went through her TikTok briefly and I don't think she has kids. Um, but kids are a blessing regardless of how they come into the world. And it, like I said, everything happens for a reason. Um, I think that it's a bad mindset to have if you go into a relationship in the back of your mind, always thinking about, oh, you never know what could happen. Y'all might not last. Y'all might break up. Y'all might divorce. Divorce shouldn't even be on the table if you truly care about that person and know that you want this marriage or this relationship to last, especially when it comes to a marriage. I, I, just, I don't think that you should be going into a marriage um, thinking that divorce is an option. Divorce is on the table. Divorce is probably going to happen one day or could happen one day. It's it's not always the best mindset to have going into a marriage. And that's where it really boils back down to having faith and having a strong foundation and relationship with Christ before you even get married. And that's why premarital counseling, which I've talked about many times on my channel, is so important because you uncover so many things that you probably wouldn't have uncovered if you we're just going to get engaged and then get married and be on your married way. And then you start to discover things about your partner that you probably didn't know prior to getting married versus if you do do premarital counseling, which my husband and I did, we really took a deep dive into every single thing that most relationships have issues with in marriage and really peeled back all the layers. We were very vulnerable and open with our counselors about literally everything that literally from like our childhood to our adulthood, to how we viewed money, how we viewed sex, how we viewed raising kids, um, all these things, right? Uh, how we were raised around our parents, like just every single little thing we dived deep into when we were in premarital counseling. And so when you go through those significant and important steps, you already know what you're signing up for. And then you can still make that decision like, okay, are we making the right decision to get married? And I would hope that you are. And like I said, every relationship's going to have its ups and downs, but that doesn't mean that you know, you should be like, well, divorce is an option because uh, we have issues with this. There's always going to be counseling. There's always prayer works um, and things like that. So obviously divorce is an option for certain situations, but God does not prefer for folks to get divorced. He prefers for things to work out because at the end of the day, if he can forgive us of all of our sins and issues that we've had, we can forgive others as well. Um, but the fact that she you know, mentioned about kids and how it kind of seems like it's a little bit of a baggage um, to have kids and that you won't ever want to leave and things like that. It's such just like a negative mindset to have around a relationship. And I would hope that before you have kids with someone, you would want to make sure that that's somebody that you, you know, preferably would want to marry and have a lifelong relationship with um, before you just up and start having kids, if that makes sense. Not every man is a cheater. So to go into a mindset in a relationship, assuming that your man is going to cheat one day, so such a negative mindset and just so unnecessary. And, and like anything in life, I feel like with any type of situation, that's clearly evidence that you do not have faith in the relationship that you might be in, have faith in anything in life. If you go into situations, assuming the worst, 
that's not how God wants us to live our lives. He wants us to be faithful. He wants us to be joyous about things that are happening and just to have fun. But you should not be going into relationship assuming that every man that you're dating is going to cheat on you. And sure, she might have a good point in that if you are a stay-at-home mom and then one day you decide to get a job and you don't have any experience um, on your resume and let's say you haven't worked in 10 years and you're looking for a new job 10 years down the line and you don't have any experience, sure, it might be a bit difficult to find a new job, maybe. But you never know. You never know. And it's so hard for us to sit here and try to plan out our lives and assume how things are going to happen. But at the end of the day, God laughs at us when we do those things because he has plans for us. He knows exactly what is going to happen each and every day of our lives. So all you can really do is sit back and enjoy the ride and let God handle everything else. I personally am a stay-at-home mom. I'm actually a new stay-at-home mom. I became a stay-at-home mom back in November. So I've only been a stay-at-home mom for a few months. And I've talked about this actually in another video of mine that I, um, posted already, but essentially, um, I never would have thought I'd be, be able to become a stay home mom. So I'm grateful to be in this position and to have a husband that was totally on board, who does obviously provide all the financial, um, stability for our family. But at the same time, like, I mean, you can easily start a hobby or whatever that could eventually turn into a family business. So, um, I, am in that space where I want to be able to contribute financially to our family, but in a way that's still convenient for me being able to still take care of the kids. And it's something that I don't have to physically leave the house for. Um, I think some people forget that like, you don't have to work outside the home to make decent money and bring in money for, for your family. You can start a business from your house. You can start a business on social media. So there are ways to still become financially free and to be able to contribute financially to your family uh, and maybe take some of that burden at times if there is a burden for your husband. Um, and you can start a business. There are so many different things that you can do. There are so many m women that have that are stay-at-home moms that have started businesses. So I hate that some people have that like negative mindset and that small-minded um, thought process of like, oh, I can't do anything. I can't go get a job because I work from home. Well, why not start something, right? And you just never know. You never know until you start something and see where it turns out. So anyway, that I'm a little bit off my soapbox. Let's continue. <laughs> you got kids. Your husband's cheating on you with a younger woman. Are you going to stay or are you going to take your kids, get a divorce, get a job, staying home and taking care of the kids and the house? I think that's outdated. We're in a different time now. I, I do believe a man should provide. I'm just gonna be real. I think all men cheat, especially if they have money. They have access to hundreds of women that look better than you. That might be controversial, but it's the truth. So I don't think that putting your whole life into a man's hands is a good idea. All men, like I said, do not cheat. That's a total different space and mindset, a negative mindset to have around men. And that already is going to be a turnoff for men that she might want to date in the future. If she's going into it thinking like, oh, he's probably going to cheat on me. That's such a horrible negative mindset to have around men because there are still some amazing, great men out there who are not cheaters, right? So I don't like that she said that. <laughs> right now, I'm just being real and I'm just trying to look out for the young women who are planning their whole lives around being a stay-at-home wife. 
and I hope that there are some stay-at-home wives, moms, girlfriends watching this. I hope you guys can put your pride aside and back me up in the comments and, and tell them I'm right. Anyways, I hope you guys listen to me, even though you probably won't. <sighs> what a interesting video. <laughs> um, I also truly believe that tradition is there for reasons. So many people, I feel like on TikTok especially, I've seen where they're like, tradition that's so old school, that's so 1800s. Traditions are there for a reason because they work. And so some people might say that that's boring to be um, traditional or to be conservative on certain things. But at the end of the day, sometimes they just work and they work for a reason, right? And so for her, uh, clearly she's going through some things in life and in her relationship and she's kind of projecting it on other people. And that's also not always the best when it comes to social media. Sometimes people like to project the issues that they're having onto others saying like, look at me, I'm having these issues in my, my relationship. So you're too, you too are going to have these kinds of issues in relationship. And that's obviously not the case for a lot of people. And so, um, yeah, I just want people to be careful of certain content that they're seeing on social media, especially around relationships and marriage and making it seem like it's not this beautiful covenant that, um, God has created for his people. At the end of the day, it is beautiful. It's it's an amazing partnership to have when you do find that perfect person for yourself that God has planned for you. Um, and at the end of the day, I personally love being a stay-at-home mom. I'm grateful to be in this position because we were not in this position a year ago or even two years ago. And I was working and taking care of the kids and it just started to become a lot for us or for me, I guess, taking care of the kids at home. And we be we took a leap of faith, prayed, and knew that this was the right time for me to become a stay-at-home mom. But obviously, I'm not going to be a stay-at-home mom forever because the kids will eventually get older, right? And so I do have big plans and goals and hobbies and things like that that I do enjoy, one of them being this podcast. And so I think there is a way to rely on your husband and and allow him to provide like he's supposed to but then you could also still have your hobbies and uh, things like that, that you want to do that could eventually turn into a family business and also take care of the kids. But at the end of the day, um, God ordains women to do certain things. And one of them is taking care of your household. So that includes your husband, that includes your kids, that includes the house. There are things that to some people like her is boring and traditional, but if you are a Christian, especially that's kind of what God designed each of us to do. He had designed the women to take care of the household. We're caretakers. And he um, has the husband be the head of the household. He is the provider and the protector of the house. And so those are roles that are given to the man and to the woman that are just, that's how God designed it. So to sit here and be mad basically and upset that that's how God designed it. And then you don't understand why things are not working the way that they should. And you're having all these issues in relationships. Sometimes you just got to sit down and ask God why, you know, and um, ask him those questions and pray and ask him to direct you to where he wants you to go. So oh, what your thoughts are down below. This was a very interesting TikTok to kind of dissect and break down. Um, I would love to hear your thoughts down below. But other than that, I'll see y'all in the next episode. Have a blessed day.